Hey everybody, welcome to a long overdue Savage Gentleman podcast. This is a special episode where I sit down with Dr. Josh Sharp and we go over the evolution of Savage Gentleman and how the, the company, the idea got started, how we built that into the League of Savage Gentlemen community, as well as how we transitioned that into our live event group that we're calling the Legion of Savage Gentlemen. So we've got an event coming up here in the near future that we're going to talk about a little bit and just get into the how and the why and, and how it came to be. We've got some folks who are watching this live who ask us some questions with a little Q&A towards the end. And so sit back, relax, enjoy, and see how this thing all came together. All right. Hi. Hello. I'm uh, Dr. Josh Sharp. I'm helping out with uh, Savage Gentleman. We're going to do an awesome interview today uh, with the founder of Savage Gentleman, one of the co-founders of Savage Gentleman, Josh Tyler. Uh, if you don't know Josh, uh, he graduated from uh, ODU with a, a BS in physical education, taught and coached wrestling, and then got himself into professional fighting as an MMA fighter. Uh, did over uh, 20 plus fights. You know, he's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. He's an overall just you know amazing guy. He's taught uh, uh, army combatives, uh, you know, hand to hand to SF in Guatemala, and uh, you know again he's the co-founder and co-owner of uh, Savage Gentleman, the host of the Savage Gentleman podcast, and uh, you know off, author of the Savage Gentleman blog. And we've been having some discussions recently about you know just what it takes to be a man and, and surviving, and, and some of that is from his uh, being on, he was a cast member on the Discovery Channel show, the Wilderness Survival Show called the Ultimate Ninja Challenge, and you know just the lessons that he learned from that. And there was a recent blog post he put out. We've been having some discussions on that, and that's sort of what we want to elaborate on today is like this journey of like what it takes to become a man. What does that really mean, and what is that you know really about? What's that process really look like? Um, in addition to all those amazing accolades, which to me these are the most important ones, he's also a husband and a father too. And uh, soon be three. Uh, yeah. So welcome, Josh. Like, I, I'm gonna kick it off to you, man. Like, what what really inspired you to a found, found Savage Gentleman, and then b to start this work with men, where you're helping men grow and cultivate themselves into a better version of themselves. Yeah. This idea of Savage Gentleman was kind of an evolution that came from seeing men go through the process of learning different skill sets and kind of the magic that happens when you when you give someone the ability to become more self-reliant, right? When you teach them a any set of skill set where they can now depend upon themselves to to improve their situation, it's incredibly powerful. And so in, in working in some other areas and in different jobs, I saw what that looked like in person, in real time. And the light bulb that went off and how profound that change was, I was like, that's it. That's that's the thing. How do we make that happen, right? And so as I as I chewed on that a little bit and, and started having more conversations when I, and, and paying attention to what guys were missing and, and where they were, you know, lacking, I, I found that it tended to be, either one side or the other, either guys were too much gentlemen and needed a little bit more savage or the other was true, right? They were way too savage and just needed to, to dial it back a bit and, and, and hone in their, their gentlemen. And so that became the thesis and the idea 
And so we started podcasting about it and, and having conversations and it really resonated with folks. And so Matt Winslow and I, my business partner, we're like, yeah, I think we could do something with this. Um, you know, no one's going to pay us to hear, you know, to hear me talk, but like, maybe we could build a business around this idea and sell some cool things. Great. Yeah, let's do that. And so we we kind of fumbled our way through leather crafting and figured out how to make some cool shit out of leather. And that side of the business grew. But at the heart of it, it's always been this idea of, of helping men become and really live out this savage gentleman lifestyle. Um, because to me, that is like the, the pinnacle of who we were designed to be as men, not one or the other, but a, but a perfect combination of both. And so that's been the heart of, of Savage Gentlemen. And it's not until recently that we've been able to, I think, really, really like, like jump in to working on that aspect, right? We've got the league here, we've got the group, you know, and, and we've done a lot in the digital realm between the blog and the podcast and then having this online Facebook community. But that only goes so far. There's a certain point where you have to get into the real world. You have to be, you know, and you know, have to do things analog, right. To really get shit done. And so that that's kind of where we are today now with this live event, with this Legion and the, the whole reason we created it. Beautiful. So I, I, I think that's a good segue piece to just why, like, what is it that you see about men today and the world in general? Like, what do you feel like is the greatest challenges that that we as men are facing and, and just the environment that's, you know, when you're having these conversations, I'll hear you say things like, we're seeing stuff that's wrong with, mm-hmm. with society or with, you know, our political, social, economic structures, like, and it's it's creating these outcomes. Like, like how do you feel men play into that? And like, what's the, what's the environment that you're seeing with, you know, big picture, and then also as us as individuals. Yeah, I mean, I don't care where anyone's at in their belief system, right? Where where they're leaning politically or religiously or anywhere in that. I don't. I, I think most of us can kind of look around and and say, like, man, we're we're kind of trending in a in a not so great direction, right? Um, and, and you can point to a lot of different factors. You can point fingers at whoever you want to, but suffice to say that things could be better in a lot of arenas and, and looking just purely at the numbers and statistics um, of men in particular, it's like, man, we are doing a poor job. Like if you look at the number of suicide within men and just using that metric alone, it is, it is going in the wrong direction, right? And so we have to wonder why, right? What is what is happening? How are we failing men in our society so poorly that they are getting to the point where they where they feel like taking their own lives is is their only out is the only answer. And that's that's a huge problem. And and for me, um, there's a lot of factors at that. But if we if we could kind of point to one where where things are going off the rails, it, it it's it's that we become too comfortable. Right. As a society there, we were so we're so insulated now from the real kind of hardships that, that our, the human organism was decide, uh, designed to overcome that it, it sends us in a, in a, in a, in a bad direction, right? When we don't have those things. And so we, we don't have the, the right, we have challenges. I'm not saying that anyone's life is super easy. We absolutely have challenges, but there's challenges um, 
tend to to arise from a almost manufactured place, right? Where where they they come from the head, not from anything external, right? Our our internal problems are what are what's eating guys alive here. And you know, again, why is this internal climate so hostile? Because we're not doing the things externally. We're not taking enough action in the outside real world to to give this this meat suit um, and this this gray meat in between our ears the things that it needs. And and you know, we can take that a step further. I mean, we talked about the body and the mind, but then there's something that resides even deeper within us, which is our soul, which is our spirit. And 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 we're not feeding that properly as well. And so when you do that over a long enough timeline shit starts to get kind of out of hand. We, we, we move further and further from uh, a place where we can perform in an optimal circumstance. And I think that's what we're seeing today. I think that's where guys are really struggling, you know, why they're having a hard time finding their purpose, how they're, you know, kind of lost, how they're just, you know, going through the motions and a lot of reasons it's, it's we've, we lost connection with ourselves in, in a meaningful way. Yeah, so what I'm what I'm hearing then is just society in general has evolved. We're we're not pushed like we used to be, like physically, like like the the environment isn't giving us the the stimulus that it used to. We didn't have to we don't have to chop wood like we used to or fight the elements yeah. or the wild or any of that. And so now we have kind of, you know, we're in offices, we have manufactured challenges and problems. But because we don't have that physical stimuli, that mental stimuli that's softening us in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we need to like, you know, just nuke everything, you know, EMP and go back to, you know, the the 1700s, whatever. I mean, listen, antibiotics are a great thing. We've made so many advances. You know, the fact that we can have conversations like this from, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of miles from each other is really beneficial. But what we have to understand is like, that evolution of technology has far surpassed anything that that again the organism can keep up with. So you know we're we're operating like MS DOS, right? And 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 you know I wish I knew more about computers to make this analogy, right? But technology is now you know and now we've got freaking AI and and I don't know what the supercomputer OS right now is. You know what does my computer say? What are we running? Mojave. Yeah, Something no, Skynet. I mean, you know, my 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 Mac here is running Mojave or whatever, and you know, I'm I'm I've got a freaking you know Oregon Trail computer right in this body, and they just it, just it freaking doesn't work, man. It short circuits and has some problems, and so I think if we keep that in mind, we can still use all the benefits of modern technology to our advantage. We just have to remember that, like, hey, man, this this uh. This hairless monkey's got to do certain things or else it gets a little screwy up here, you know, and and that is something that I've had to apply for myself. And, and you know, so far it's been been super useful. And what I've seen from other people, you know, other guys who have followed a similar line of thinking, whether intentionally or inadvertently, it it, it still tends to net the same result. Yeah. So, so then tell us a little about that. Tell us a little about that wilderness experience. Cause th- what I've garnered is that that was a big catalyst for you in uncovering this for yourself personally. Like just tell us like what that experience was like for you that, that yeah. you came to these insights. 
Yeah, I mean, the the wilderness survival thing has been something that I've always been fascinated with, even from the time as a little kid, was always out playing in the woods um, and then started reading, you know, adventure books like Hatchet, uh, My Side of the Mountain, and and some of these, you know, really epic tales of guys just going and living off the land and surviving. And, you know, it, it, it kind of begged the question, like, man, could I actually do that? Am I capable of doing that? Because it's, I mean, it sounds really hard, but it also there's something about it that that is is just incredibly appealing. And so that kind of set me on this path of just dabbling and just picking up skills here and there. And every time, you know, I could read something or learn something or practice something um, in that realm, I would take the opportunity. And I I don't know many people who have spent any time in the wild um, who have who who haven't understood that man there's some value here right um i i think that's pretty universal it's rare to find someone just like absolutely not i disposed i despise the sun and fresh air and just lock me in a room with no windows and i'll be i'll be as happy as can be i don't there's I'm not saying they don't exist but i think they're far and few between and so the opportunity to go out and really test myself after i've been slowly accumulating the skills over the years came in the way of this TV show. And it was set in, in British Columbia, um, which is, which in terms of climate is like very similar to Japan during the time of when, when ninjas were running around and doing ninja shit. And so um, that was much more accessible for the show to, to produce. And most of the TV shows you see that are in the wild tend to be in British Columbia, just because that I guess is very friendly for TV production. So man, I get to go and, and hang out in the wilds and, you know, do that for, it was a, it was a 21 day challenge. And it, basically you could self-select. So there was, I want to say eight or nine different missions that they called them that we had to complete. Uh, most of them were in groups in, in a team until the, until you made it till the very end. And then it was a solo mission. And it was, it was amazing to just see what putting myself in that scenario, what came of it, right? The, the lessons that I learned about myself and, and kind of who I was at my core, even though I feel like I had been pretty like self, you know, relatively self-aware or at least had tried to be, but it took, it took something of this magnitude to really kind of draw out the, the lessons that, that now I've been able to apply and move forward in my life with. So which was, 21 days in the wild. I mean, it, it, it's, it's exciting and frightening all at the same time. Like, yeah. I, you know, just yeah. as a, an honest, like. Yeah. Like, three wow. weeks is a, is a long time, you know, basically off grid. You yeah. know, I mean, it, you, when you, when you really think about it and, and afterwards, the appreciation you have for something as simple, like a, a grocery store, you're like, there's food everywhere. It's all year. I can nice. get whatever, you know, all I have to do is grab it and go over there and give this guy some paper and there, you know, I don't have to hunt it or find it or cook it or, you know, it's, I can go through a drive through um, Man, I can twist this dial and fresh water comes out. I don't have, you know, dig, pull it out of a pond and boil it and, and, and filter it and do all this stuff. You know, I, I don't, there's a roof over my head. Yeah, I mean, I can I can get warm and be dry. I don't have to just you know freeze my ass off because it didn't be subject to the elements. It really does give you a lot of uh, appreciation of how far we've come and how lucky we are. I mean, 
in terms of privilege, like I don't give a shit where anybody's at, right? And this may not be PC and it might be feathers, but it's like, yeah, sure, there's some people who definitely have it better. But by 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 comparison, in terms of the margin of one guy to the next guy in life, the fact that any of us are alive today in this modern era with the technological advances we have, we we won the freaking privilege lottery. You know what I mean? The differences between us individually because of you know, race or religion or social status or whatever is so, so minuscule compared to people who have been born basically in any other century. Um, it's, it's, it's like almost nonsensical to argue that, that, that kind of privileged thing. But when you look at it from a big picture, you're like, you know, what's privilege, not being a freaking caveman, bro. Not having to get worried about getting eaten by, uh, a saber toothed tiger. Like, you know, where's your, Where's your, you know, 21st century privilege is showing, I guess. Um, anyway, I'll step down off of that. So okay. it's a d- different, different uh, uh, route. That's a different, out. yeah, that's a different Zoom call. Sorry. So, so describe to me w- what happened to you in the wild, that you're, you're out in the elements. What, what started to break down and what started to build up in you that you yeah. started to observe and notice? So, uh, you know, the, the thing that's interesting in, in that scenario is your, your body is kind of the first thing to go when you're, when you're cold, wet, hungry, and tired, it really does take a toll and, and you no longer, or your body doesn't want to do what it normally does. Right. Um, it just doesn't function properly. And so in that situation when when the body is ready to just give out the only thing that you're left to kind of keep the machine running is like your mental fortitude it's your mind you know so you you, your body gets removed from the situation because it's just shot right um and and then your mind kind of has to take over a little bit and and you have to lean on that to keep you going and and anyone who's done like an ultra marathon or, or you know, really long endurance effort, you kind of know when that spot is where your body's just like, we're done, pack it up, let's go, right? And and for some people, they do. That's when they quit. When it gets really, really hard, when your muscles are just pumping battery acid, when you've got when your lungs are full of blood and you have that copper taste, you know, and and you, you know, the, the tunnel starts fading in a little bit, right? Most people tap. Um, you know, it's a, it's an instinctive reaction. But what we don't realize is our capability extends far beyond that. And most people never know that because they don't test it, right? They, if every time something gets a little bit uncomfortable and hard, you bow out because you don't like it, you never know where that boundary is. And so if we can practice pushing that boundary, we can extend further and further and further. Um, and, And again, now we start to utilize the mind and the strength of our own you know, mental willpower to keep the body going. And I think that that's a really valuable um, lesson to learn. And again, you can do it in a survival aspect. You can do it in a lot of other arenas, but that, that was one that, that I just found. And I was able to like, because I had been there from a sport, you know, competitive arena, I was able to recognize like, Oh, I'm in that moment. I'm in that moment now where I've got to get, you know, I've got to, lean on my own mental strength to keep going. Okay. So body breaks down, all those physiological factors happen, battery acid, you know, lactic acid in the, in the, in the muscles. And, and now you're relying on willpower 
only just sheer push to, to keep you going. So mm -hmm. is that a sustained state or, you know, is that a prolonged state or like, does that stay within the mind or like, then how do you navigate and manage that? But once you've made that shift, yeah, to just being and, mind only. And I mean, any, any time that body breaks down again, whether it's through exertion or, or starvation, right. Or you're shivering and freezing to death and your body's like, okay, you know, we're not moving anymore. We're not doing, we're not doing shit. Um, you, you can push through that, right? And, and your mind can carry you, continue to carry you up to a certain point. But again, that reaches a limitation, right? Um, that will go so far before your mind kind of checks out. And mentally, you just, you just can't, right? Your, your, your thoughts just kind of turn to mush. Um, your motivation is gone. And, and now your brain is, is starting to rationalize a little bit, like say, hey, this is, this is kind of getting dangerous here, like, you know, abort mission, right? Let's, you know, this doesn't make sense. This is really dumb. And again, that's a survival mechanism that is useful to listen to. But there's, there's, there's a limiting factor there, right? And if you look at most people who survive any kind of ordeal, they tend to transition outside of the body and they do something, you know, that, that, that their body shouldn't have been able to do. Um, and, and they even transition outside of the mind and something that their mental capacity shouldn't allow them to do. And to get to that point, you bypass both of those or you surpass both of those aspects. And now you start to tap into the spirit or the soul. Um, and, and this is really where I think all of us could use a lot more development. And I think, you know, the whole purpose of us on this spinning rock, you know, in, in this meat suit vessel that we're, is, is to tap into that. And I think, you know, the, the, the circumstances that most people used to live in prior to the modern age gave plenty of abilities to tap into that soul and tap into that spirit and have that experience um, and, and let that guide them uh, in a useful and meaningful way. Um, because there's there's a level of truth and honesty to that under has been in that experience. As it's kind of like, what what is this guy talking? This is kind of weird. Um, I, I lost you in that last little bit there. You, oh, you little... where did I? Where did I stop? It was. <laughs> it, it, it was it was saying that we, we used to be more a lot more connected to spirit and they we had a lot more access to that and then it was right after that that i kind of lost you a little bit yeah and and i think that's kind of the whole point is to have that ability because it's it's such a true and honest um guide to to navigating through life more more honest than than probably anything else and I think that sadly, most of us have, have lost connection with that. You know, we, we haven't experienced that. And anyone who's never, never had that experience, if they hear that, that, that kind of discussion there, it might raise a few eyebrows. Like, what is this guy talking about? And, you know, when we talk about spirit, you can attribute that to whatever you want to. Um, but I think regardless of where your belief is, you, you can hopefully appreciate or understand that there is something that exists beyond our limited perspective of what the five senses can can show us that is 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 greater than we are and whomever or whatever you want to call that or attribute that that's that's between you and yourself and, and whoever but 
I, I think it's hard to argue that there is something, right? There is a higher cause. And, you know, I would argue that if you're if you're a man that that doesn't see anything bigger outside of yourself, then this isn't the place for you. Like this idea of savage gentleman, like you're just like, you're full of shit. I don't want to hear that. That's dumb. Then man, then you're going to be trapped in this little bubble. And I don't think you're going to go very far, right? It's impossible unless we can appreciate that there's something that extends beyond who we already are. Right. And, and, and our connection to that is what, that I, what I'm referring to when I talk about spirit, when I talk about our soul, which is who get what gives us our, unique individual identity it's not it's not again our our bodies it's not the 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 thoughts that are in our head it is this you know almost incredibly difficult to define you know essence of who we are that i think a lot of guys have a hard time getting in touch with and, and figuring out what exactly that is it looks like and so for me the best path that i've been able to to find in getting there is to go through this body, mind, and spirit um, progression. Cool. That, 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 no, I still got you. So that was going to be my next question is, <clears throat> how do you put this into practice? How do you make this practical on a, on a day-to-day basis? You know, I mean, I think sometimes... It, it might, it may be hard to do like on a every single day all the time. I mean, because what I'm talking about is a pretty powerful thing. And, and I don't know many people and, and maybe it's just, maybe it's just me. I don't know that I could handle that every single day. I don't know that I could get myself to the point where I was on the, on the survival show or, you know, where I was doing a, a 50 mile, um, 24 hour overnight, um, adventure in the mountains like i couldn't do that all the time but i think being mindful and, and learning to tune into that frequency if you will um which takes practice i think that's the the best way to do it and so learning how to operate within each each sphere of body mind and spirit allows you to tap into it more frequently and when you need to and it gives you a better appreciation of where you're at and 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 where you're going Beautiful. And so, it's, and, and maybe, and 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 maybe to, to a better answer for that question would be to just say experience. Like the yeah. only way to move through that system is to have have some experience, and depending on the experience, um, and your reception to it and and perception of it will determine you know how far you go through that cycle or through that phase, if that makes yeah. sense. Yep. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's what I was going to reiterate that piece of just like it just sounds like. There's there has to be a container and then there's an experience that mm-hmm. happens within that. I mean, I, I've experienced it, like being in the military, like we, we've had experiences like that. It's like you create that experience and then you have profound things that happen yeah. as a as a and, result of that. <laughs> and sometimes that experience is created for you, right? Like sometimes we, you know, you you talk to anyone who's been in an incredibly like dangerous life or death situation, right? A near death experience type thing and man they're they are profoundly changed right and and usually hopefully sometimes for the better and i'm not saying that everyone has to go out and and you know get in a car crash so that they can you know have an experience there's there's safer ways to do it but 
you know, but they, but they will always involve, I think, some level of danger, right? I think that's another thing that we're missing from our culture is we have, in an effort to make life easier and be more comfortable, we have insulated ourselves so much from anything that's remotely dangerous whatsoever, you know, our, our pursuit of safety above all else has also kind of painted us and backed us into a corner a little bit where the thought of doing something that you could possibly get hurt, you know, little, I mean, certainly not anything that you could die, but even if you got a boo-boo, it's like, oh man, like, well, we could get sick. What if someone gets the sickles? Heaven forbid, right? Like, we can't have that. And it's like, you life doesn't exist in a vacuum without the threat of danger there there is no experience to be had you know you have to have contrast it's the it's the dichotomy of good and evil light and darkness like do we prefer to be in the light we have to have darkness to even be able to appreciate what that light even means yeah i love that i love that so you do this experience you're out in the wild body breaks down mind takes over but then even that has a finite window and then the spirit starts tapping through and then how has that experience now affected you on the other side like how do you show up differently in your work for your family for your kids like what's been the impact of that on the other side it 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 really prompted me to to ask some different questions um, because it, it gave me, I mean, that's not the only experience, right? But that was kind of the, the, the can of worms and, or Pandora's box. It was like, okay, there's something here. I, all right. And, and what it did is it, is it, it gave me enough, just enough insight, a glimpse into who I am and who I was designed to be. Um, because it showed, it revealed that like these very extreme circumstances, um, there, there was nothing to hide behind. I mean, it, it was all truth, right? And, and, and being open and, and completely raw, I had to look at that truth and I had to ask myself questions. And, you know, those answers have only led me to continue to ask more questions. And so that's been, been kind of the pathway where I, I know myself better than I did before. And so were, were you confronted with beliefs that you had that maybe weren't serving you or just truths that, you know, aspects of yourself that weren't true? Like, were you confronted with things like that? Um, yes. And, and some of that stuff actually came a little bit later, you know, but it, but it started, it, it started that prog process. And again, it wasn't like, okay, this was a one and done. I did one thing and now boop, I, I've had all these, every epiphany to be had. But it, but it, but it showed me the model, and by continuing to follow that model, then I have been able to like really recognize, like, man, I do have some beliefs about myself that I, I subconsciously I didn't know that they were there, but now I can see where that's showing up, and now I can see where that is, where is where that's really you know kind of making me step on my own dick here with, with, with certain areas in my life. Um, you know, and, and not knowing myself as well made it really hard to get out of my own way. And so that's what this, this process has been able to do is to be able to connect with my soul and my spirit and know who, 
who I truly am and what I'm meant to do has allowed me to understand who I'm not and what I'm not supposed to be doing. And so it's really given, I, I think, a lot of clarity of purpose. And it's still, I'm, I mean, listen, I don't want anyone to walk away from this and be like, wow, that guy's just figured it all out. Fuck, good for him. He's got all the answers. Like, I, I'm still just you know, making shit up as I go along. Like, don't, don't get under the impression that I have just like, you know, I just achieved this nirvana enlightenment and I just walk, you know, I, I float through life on a cloud of my own self-awareness and right. And it's just sunshine and roses. Like, no, I'm still the dumb knuckle dragging idiot that I've always been. Um, I still make silly mistakes. And one of which is probably having more negative talk about myself than I probably should, you know, self, uh, self-defecate, not defecating. Well, I mean, I guess it is defecating, right? You can shit on yourself. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say here. Um, but Perfect. yeah, uh, deprecation is what I was looking for, but I like self defecation. You just shit your pants all over yourself because, because of reason. <laughs> um, perfect. yeah. So, you know, again, I, I'm not immune to all these things, but I, I think I've gotten to a place where I can catch them a lot sooner than I can. And that's, that's allowed me to, to in fact, show up better in places with my life and, and, and get out of my own way and, and improve my relationship with my wife, with my kids, with, with my friends, business partners, the whole, the whole nine yards. So, so, so tell me about more about that. So like, like, let's take one at a time. So like what, what shifted with you, your, your relationship with your wife? Oh man. I, a, a big part is the communication factor, right? Like, and, and being, being able to just like lay it all on the table and, and, and cut through the shit. Right. Whereas I, I didn't realize how many walls or barriers that I, that I actually had at the time and, and just not, you know, not really being willing to, I, I wouldn't say honesty or vulnerability. Right. But, but it was just like, man, I am, I am in this with this person and they are a hundred percent committed to me. I have to be a hundred percent committed to them and meet them on that level. Um, and, and the only way I can do that is that if I'm operating with a space that I actually am, am like happy with myself, I can't, I can't love someone else if I don't love myself and I can't love myself if I don't know myself. Right. How do you, how do you love something that you don't know? So that, that was kind of that thing of like, Man, the more I know myself, the more I can get rid of some of these belief systems and and understand that this feeling that I have is is coming from this this false you know understanding of the world and and my relation to it. And then I can then I can see like okay, this is who I truly am, and you know what, ah, that guy's not so bad. You know, he's still, there's some areas that I can continue to prove, but like man, I was made to be this way. Of course, this is why I am the way that I am, right? Because I've I've got a purpose now, and I understand that I am uniquely me, and I'm the only one that can fulfill this purpose with the skills that I have. So, man, let's lean into that and let's improve on them where we can. And so, once I was able to kind of accept that, then I could truly accept others and love them and work in concert with them. And that that was made such a huge difference, you know, with with my wife and you know kind of open the doors to pretty much everything else. That's amazing. How, how about with your kids? How, how did things shift for you with your, you know, actually the children? 
I could, what I, what I realized was a lot of the traps that I was falling into or that had fallen into and had colored like and created all the difficulties that I had experienced. Um, I could see myself kind of recreating that those same scenarios for them um, and, and recognize like, Hey, I don't want them to have to go through that, you know? And so let me, let me reframe the way that I'm approaching this, right? My, my, the way, the way that I talk to them, the way that I interact, the way that I keep my patience with them, even though, you know, they, they do stuff that, that make, it can make me crazy, right? And can be, be very frustrating because they're kids and that's just life. Um, but there's a better way to handle it. And, and, you know, I didn't even realize that I was mishandling it until I started like paying attention. Right. Um, and, and, and having a better understanding of what those negative beliefs I, I even were that I had about myself and, and then, and then how I got them. Right. And it's like, Oh yeah. Thanks dad. You know, um, right. or, or mom or, or coach or whomever. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I bust my dad's balls a little bit on this, but I mean, you know, we, we all do the best that we can. And I'm sure I'm going to have a conversation with my kids one day where they're like, Hey, I, I hope that I do. They're like, Hey, uh, I, I need some like closure on this because this is really like eating at me. And I'm just, Hey, I'm sorry, but I, I was doing the best that I could at the time, you know, but, but I truly hope that that we have that, real and that honest of a relationship that, you know, if, if there is something, you know, that not, neither one of us realize in the moment, but years later, it comes to the surface of like, I didn't love the way that felt, you know, they, they can tell me that and, and we can have a real conversation and I can apologize. And, um, you know, I, I do hope that we have that relationship. Yeah. I, I think as parents, we're all, we all, we're all going to fuck it up some way. It's just a, uh, like, how willing are we to clean it up? Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't not again, I mean, this whole thing. And this is the part that I think people struggle with. This whole thing is just one huge experiment. Nobody knows. Nobody fucking knows, man. Like, I don't know. You don't know. We're, we're all figuring it out. We're, we're experimenting. Right. And we're, 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 we're taking the information that we receive to, and to the best of our ability, we're hopefully making the appropriate changes and twisting the dials and making the adjustments if we're aware enough uh, and 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 caring enough and we're seeing. But like to say that anyone has the definitive answer for every situation that ever arises in their life, like you're full of shit. You absolutely do that. There was, you know, there was one guy, historically speaking, um, who 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 managed to pull that off, but I'm pretty sure I'm not him. And I, I have yet to meet another person who is him walking the walking the earth. So anyway. Right. Um <laughs> so so last area then, what would be what what was the impact in your business? Like how did you show up differently on purpose and on your mission? And how did you create in that space as a result of this, these experiences in your life? You know, shockingly, and, and this is gonna be really counterintuitive, and um this may make the business guy in the back of your head just like lose his mind and so i'm sorry um or or any other like super high speed business mogul type um you know guys that are all about the hustle and the grind and you just got to get out and you got to fucking do it at 4 a.m. every day and go run 47 miles you know twice a day or whatever the fuck 
Um, I, I, I learned to let go. Um, I, I learned that the, the acceptance of like, that, that I cannot control every single thing. Right. And, and, and being able to reframe my relationship with the business, um, from a different perspective is like, Hey, this is this thing that I'm going to squeeze so fucking tightly right? To make it happen. I have to make it happen every second of every day. I'm making it happen. I'm doing the thing. And I am just like, you know, ramrodding this thing into every crevice I can find, right? Um, and then I realized that I don't have to do that. And, and it was that it was detrimental to have that approach, right? Um, and, and, and for me personally, it's detrimental for that approach in, in pretty much anything in my relationships. Um, and so to just take a step back and evaluate, wait, did I create this business to serve me or, or, or did I create this business so that I could serve it? Because right now I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing the second one and that's not a lot of fun. Um, and not to say that again, life is just, Oh, fuck around and do whatever you want to, but Man, if if you're doing this thing and it's making you so miserable because you 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 you're pouring every ounce of energy into it to the exclusion of all else, maybe you're barking up the wrong tree. Maybe you're you're going about this thing wrong. If 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 my business is has become more important than the relationship with my wife and my kids and all of these other things, can I really justify that I'm doing this business for them? Is it really for them, you know? And and what does showing up for them really look like? Does it does it because I put some more numbers in our bank account, or is it because I said, you know what, I'm not going to write anymore today. I'm done. I'm going to go outside and, and play with my kids in the yard, right? Okay, maybe we don't get that blog post out tonight. Oh, geez, right? The world, you know, this mindset. It was it was this very like all or nothing mentality where it's like listen you're all in and this is the only thing that matters in the world you know or or not you might as well quit and pack it in and and i realized and, and honestly the the time in my this is there the balance to be I'm had starting to, starting to lose um, you in there sorry here we go so I'm, I, my connection was unstable. You're you're you're, you're, you're bringing so much energy and juice to this. It can't take it at the moment. Yeah, the internet can't fucking handle it, bro. Sorry. Um, you know, I I found. I mean, and I wrote this in the blog article, right? Where on the on the hunting mission, right? I I was trying so hard to provide energy for for myself and for my team, right? And I did all of this shit to try and like just to shoot like one squirrel. Um, and the amount of calories that I burned in that effort, right. To, to even, you know, and I came up in empty handed, but even if I had been successful, it would have been a net loss. Right. But I was so fixated on, I have to provide in this way. The only thing I can provide, my only objective is to get this squirrel. Right. Um, my only objective is to 
hit this dollar amount and everything else, nothing else matters, but that. Um, and, and I realized like, man, I, I wasted, I wasted so much. It was again, a net loss. I, I would have been better off just staying in the shelter and sitting by the fire and being warm. You know, I could have, I could have saved myself so much heartache. And that's just, again, that's not a message to say, well, don't try shit. Just, just do nothing. But we need to be, we need to understand and, and develop the sensitivity to determine if something is serving us or we're serving it. Right. And when that's beneficial. And so what I found was to be able to really look at my business and reevaluate, okay, what is my relationship with this thing? And how do I, how do I uh, readjust it in a way that's, that's more beneficial and useful? Brilliant. That is super insightful on a lot of different levels. And, um, you know, we've got kind of a small group here and yeah. we're, 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 we're hitting close to time here. So yep. I just wanted to yep. open it up to see if anybody, you know, we, we could just have an intimate conversation. Kind of sure. what we wanted to do with this was just, Hey, open it up. Let's just have a chat. And if, if you, you, Got a question, you know, kick your camera on, come on mute. Like, what, what, what do you got that, you know, hi, have you had an experience like this? Do you have some input to this? Like what the question you have of Josh, like, like is, is there a question? If not. Don't be shy. Small group yeah, I'll jump in. I'll say, all right. Sorry for missing the beginning of it. I got my time zones messed up. That'll happen. But uh, yeah, I kind of, yeah, since I missed the beginning, I don't know if you talked about the uh, notes that you put on your Instagram, the circle with everything. Oh. Did you talk about that? No, no, I didn't dive into that. But But that notion kind of was born out of you know, the experience that, that, that Josh and I were talking about, um, you know, that kind of became the catalyst. And ever since then, I've just been just, just ruminating on some of these notions and, and came to this, you know, I finally, I had to like put it somewhere. So I, so I started just kind of sketching stuff out and then, and then put it on there with these, these intersecting spheres of body, mind, and spirit. Um, is that, is that what you're, we're referring to yeah and i thought it was cool how you had it flow into each other and then repeat flow into each other yeah and that that was something that that honestly and this is what's been really cool about this event and and this is again the whole thesis is that out of experience we gain insight and perspective right um were it not for me taking the leap of faith um to start putting this together. I don't think I ever would have come to that, but, but being, you know, pulling the trigger on this thing and moving forward with it, it, it just got the wheels turning and, and oh shit, I was laying in bed until like 2 AM in the morning with this idea, just rattling around my head, how that progression kind of works and how it's you know, circular, but it, but it transitions up into a spiral, right. As, as we can transition through from, you know, from our, from our body, which most people are just trying to like numb. Most people just want to not hear from their body. I don't want to feel that thing. It's broken as shit. Um, just please, you don't, I don't need to know that my knee is fucked up. Thank you very much. Um, if you could be quiet, that would be awesome. Right. Um, and, and so most people are there 
And then, then within their mind, they just want to like, they, they just want that to just go away. Can you just stop? You know? And so really we, we just, now we have nothing really. We just want to just exist. And so the idea is like, well, if we can learn to, um, if we can transcend the body, right, for a moment, and we can learn to quiet the mind, then all of a sudden we can start to hear from the spirit, right? And, and, and that is kind of the start of it. And then once we can, we can hear that spirit, then we can, we can really truly start to, to feel our body, right? Um, and that's a good place to be, actually, because our body is an incredibly intelligent organism it has a lot of useful information we're just not very tuned into using it appropriately right we just but but when we can feel that body then we can start to understand our mind a little bit better and and figure out what it's doing right and which is really important because this thing it just goes right it it, it has thoughts i don't know where they come from they just spontaneously arrived what the fuck is going on why is it doing this thing i wish it would stop right? but as we start to understand it then we can pay attention. We're like, ah, oh, this is the thing that this is doing. Okay, cool. And we can manage that a little bit better. And then we can, once we can do that, then we can start to actually feel that spirit, right? More than just kind of hearing it in a, in a kind of little like, hey, I'm here. There's some, there's some little guidance, right? It's like, wow, this is deep. This is like within me somewhere. It's not just a little whisper in your ear. It's like, this is from you know, somewhere deep inside of me that is, that is telling me these things. Right. And at that point, then we can actually trust the body. Right. So again, it moves back to the body again, where it's like, all right, now I know this thing and, and I know what it's telling me is true. And I can use that information correctly. Right. And when we can trust the body, then it teaches us how we can actually direct the mind, not just understand it, not just like try and and that control, but we can point it in the right directions and actually make it a useful organ. For most of us, our brains and our minds are our biggest enemy, right? That motherfucker just gets in the way sometimes, right? And then we're just like, I wish I could do something about it. And, and so it, it takes this process, right? Um, which, which again, I mean, it's, it's taken me like five minutes to explain it. Imagine how long it takes to actually master it, right? And I'm not saying that I haven't mastered. Again, this is just kind of the thesis that I'm that I'm working through and trying to live out. And so once we can direct that mind, right, and it's not running off in all these directions and, and telling us shit that we don't need to hear and giving us false information, right, we, we can direct that. Then all of a sudden that spirit comes through in just like clear as day, shining detail to the point where we can actually follow it. We know where it wants us to go. We know where it's leading us and we can just, move in that direction un, un, unimpeded, right? And so that's kind of where that spiral comes from. And if you look down straight down, it just looks like it's spinning around in a circle, right? But when you rotate that angle, you can see there's actually like a level of ascension. And, and, and I think that, that goes on, that continues to go on. We just keep hitting deeper levels of body, mind, spirit, body, mind, spirit, body, mind, spirit. I don't know where it ends. I haven't gotten there yet, so I can't tell you. Um, I, I haven't gone that the drawing. I, I ran out of paper, so I couldn't keep drawing it up. But eventually, I, I don't know. It's turtles all the way up. Um, to to coin the phrase, <laughs> that's brilliant. And I um, 
You know, I, I love your passion and energy about it. And I, and I remember that you, you called me on a Sunday. I think we talked for like an hour after you're like, I was up till 2 a.m. and da 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 and just like ideas and the stuff that you were coming with. So it's, it's been super exciting for me to, to work on this project with you and to, you know, to, to be able to interact and, and to just be a part of your energy and as, as this is coming through and like what's evolving uh, with all of this. So, well, and, and, and I think the thing that's really important, you know, for, for everyone, you know, because it can, I can, you know, when you have someone in the front of the room, you have a guy talking and saying all this stuff, like, it's easy to look like, oh, this is all coming from him. This is, but truthfully, the source of this, right, is coming from you guys, right? What, what has given me this spark and this energy is interacting and listening and talking and, and conversing with, with you guys, reading the emails responses like going in and looking at guys and seeing what they're saying in the application having the 15 minute conversations that we've we've had for a handful of you guys like that has like given me like so much fire that it's like it's 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 almost too much it's fucking hard to hang on to right it's like i i could almost do with turning the volume down a little bit but i don't want to and i'm and i'm not going to i i know that i can handle it it's it's pushing me and stretching me and making me grow in a good way, but fuck, man, it, it gets uncomfortable in here sometimes because it's just like, it's too hot, right? But my, my, <laughs> for me, based off of that, I feel like if, if I can, if this experience, you know, that, that we've been talking about, this Legion event that, that we've been kind of planning that some of you guys are already pretty familiar with, um, if, if I can leave these guys, you guys, a few of you that are here, that are already joined in. Um, man, if you can just have a spark, just a small spark of what this has put in me, done deal, man. What mission accomplished, we have done what we have set out to do because it is it is that fucking powerful. Um, and that's really what I've set out to do is like, all right, man, sparks, spark, 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 because that's how shit spreads, right? It doesn't take a lot. It only needs a little bit, right? But if you have the conditions correct, that spark, man, can just burn like you would not believe and it can engulf everything around it and so that's that's what i'm what i'm feeling with this and and where i want it to ultimately go to yeah i love it you're, you're describing the process of creation and and it's you're you're at the you know you're at the cause of this versus being at the effect of what like what you're creating what you're building so i, I all, all this is beautiful and yeah you know, you've spoken about it many times, just like creating an experience, creating an event uh, for men. And I, I, I've been through some of those myself. They're, they're ultra powerful. And I know just the background you have, the skills that you have, and, you know, with the, the partners that you have that you're bringing into this, like like the effect that you're going to create, it's it's going to create those impacts where it ripples through and, and shifts the business. It shifts their families. It shifts... You know, the, the same effects that you're having, I, I can see that it's going to happen with, with others as well. So I, I just want to leave. I think it's impossible. But, it's impossible not to, you know what I mean? I, I don't think, you know, from, again, from my own experience, it's like, man, you can't have something that that profound and not have it bleed out into everything around you. Like you can't. And if, and if then it's like, okay, you weren't paying attention. Like you had the blinders on, you were, you were not open and receptive to what was being given to you, right? And I think that's important that when we when we come into these experiences, whether we choose to be there or we just find ourselves in that circumstance, then we're open and receptive to like, 
okay, what do we got? What are we going to learn here, right? Because when when you feel whatever that is pressing down on you, right? And, and you start to learn, tune in, we're like, okay, here's the thing. Here it comes. Let's see what happens. You know, and instead of being like broken, nearly broken by that challenge, adversity, you 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 get really excited about it. You're just like, all right, I'm man, I'm in the fire. I'm in this crucible. What the fuck's gonna come out? I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a lot stronger than what went in, right? And so that's what we're just we're trying to create kind of on a small scale here, so the guys can continue to go out and and ultimately create those same scenarios for others in the world. I mean, that's really what I would like to leave you guys with is not just, hey, you keep coming to us and we'll keep giving you experiences. No, create your own fucking experience. You know, we'll give you the tools. We'll give you the template and the roadmap to understand what it takes to have this experience. And then, man, after a few reps, you you do yourself, you bring a friend, you bring a buddy. And the next thing you know, man, you guys have your own group of guys doing cool shit. And it just compounds and extends, you know, beyond further and further and further beautiful i know that's a lot that's a big i know that that's big pie in the sky and i'm getting i'm getting uh no. getting a little overly optimistic with this you know first things first we got to get our get our first uh event under our belt but that's <laughs> you, you got to start with the vision you got to start with the yeah vision. so we're we're hitting here at the top of the hour a, a, any last parting words parting insights that you want to leave that, that's coming up for you at the moment Man, I, I'm just, I mean, I'm really excited about this. It's, it's been so uplifting for me to have these conversations and to, to interact with guys who, and, and how synchronistic what we're putting together and what this is going to be with what guys are looking for. I think that's been like the most, the most powerful thing is like, okay, I can't really explain how dead on this is. For, for folks, right? Like it is like beyond comprehension of the thing that, that like we're going to do is the exact thing that, you know, th these people, I mean, the guys are looking for. And and I know that because you've told me, they've told me, right? I'm, I'm seeing it and it's like, ah, okay, awesome. Great. Then let's do yeah. the thing because this is, this is what it, what it needs to be. Well, it's very I, I, reassuring. I, I think when you're guided by spirit, when you're guided by source, you know, whatever that is for you, you you're you're tapped into that. You're tuned into something beyond us. I, I mean, that's, there's an element that's that. the only that's the only explanation I can have. Again, I mean, maybe we're getting a little woo woo here, but it's like it's hard to deny that there is something that exists beyond just, you know, what we can see, taste, hear and smell. Right. Yeah. What that is, anybody's guess. But it's but. If you've been on this rock long enough, you've probably had some small sliver of it at some point. And so right. for me, I'm like, yeah, that I give me more of that because that's there's something there that I can't describe other than like I, I want more of it. And I want to be able to allow other people to experience and have more of it. Yeah. Well, brother, I, I know you're going to bring that. I know that you, you've, you've got the tools, the gift and the heart uh, to do all that. And, uh, you know, if you listen to this, you know, and you're intrigued and I, I would invite you to apply, I would invite you to, you know, to apply, see if you qualify to come to the event. I know you're, you're, I know your plan is to keep this rather small and intimate. And I think yeah. there's maybe six or seven spots left. So yeah, we're, 
it's the numbers, the numbers are filling up pretty fast and, and which is exciting, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's kind of a shitter get off the pot where like, listen, if you, if you're interested and you even have like a slight, like, ah, oh, this might be cool, at least start the application process because we're going to close that here pretty soon um, because the slots are going to fill up and you'll have to wait till the next one, which, you know, there will be more, but there'll only ever be one first, right? There's, this is, this is the only ever first that's ever going to happen. Everything else will be subsequent. Um, so, yeah, and, 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 you know, there'll be a little bit of a gap here with, with, uh, you know, number three on the way too. So we'll, we'll just sort through that, uh, piece as well for you. So, so yeah, so apply, uh, I'll, I'll put this recording. I'll have this up in the Facebook group and we'll, okay. we'll see about getting this out to, you know, the group, and then we'll put the link in there to apply. So if that's something that you feel called to, I, no, I, I mean, I, I've been in spaces like this where it's like you, you have a knowing like you're talking about. I mean, that's really, really what I'm hearing that you talk about this whole thing is like you start to break the mind and the spirit, the mind and the body down to access the spirit where you get to that place where you have a knowing that mm -hmm. message and voice is always there if we choose to listen to it. And for all of us, like, you, you know, whether this is right or not for you. Yeah, I, I would just I would encourage you to just take that leap and listen, at least and hop on the phone with, you know, either JT or Jeremy and and, and kind of go from there. So that's uh, all I got. Anything yeah, else man. you want to shout out? I, I think that's good, man. I appreciate you guys sticking around and, and listening to me run my suck for <laughs> for the last hour now. Um, and, and hopefully that gave like a little bit better understanding of what it is we're doing and what we're trying to do. I know probably a lot of people are looking for some specifics of like, okay, well, like how many pairs of underwear should I bring or, or whatever. And, and we can, we can cover down on that a little bit later, you know, but, but um, I think right now it's more important that people get an idea of the big picture and then we can sort out the details later. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, cool. thank you so much. Stay savage. Stay gentlemen. Have a good one. We'll see you guys. See ya.